Hey kids, it's your old buddy Shock Doc here with Shock Doc's tip of the day. Hey look, you've discovered your local community. All the amazing events, the play parties, the munches. It all sounds so fun, but hey, hey, slow down a little. Don't fall into the trap of doing too much too fast and maybe playing with people you don't know well enough yet. We call it sub-frenzy, but it can apply to dominants or submissives alike. Take your time. Get to know people, get to know yourself a little bit, and dip that toe in the water slowly. Go out there and have fun, but be careful. All right, and this is the last test to see how it sounds. Fiend, how are you sounding? Sounding? I like sounding. I like sticking stuff in people's peoples. That's not the type of sounding we're talking about. But it, you said sounding. You did not specify. This is very true. That is my own fault. How are you? How's your voice sounding? I don't know. You tell me. Uh, Am I annoying yet? And this is going to be the death of me. Warning for underage listeners, this is an adult-oriented podcast. There will be frequent references to kink, sex, crude language, and various other grotesqueries. If you're under 18 and looking for answers and upfront advice about sex, please visit scarletteen.com. Also, for the dude bro listeners out there, this is nerdy shit. Go away. Welcome to Gotham Press Podcast. This is a verbal orgy about anything like the Grafenberg spot. The difference between Star Trek and Star Wars. The finer points of throwing a pair of floggers and just whatever the hell we find to talk about. That said, if you have a desire to learn these and many more kinktastic nergasms, stay tuned. You know, I think it's time for us to start recording. Why? Well, I mean, you're here, I'm here. Where is everybody? Fuck if I know. Oh, I know. I know. We kicked him off the podcast. <laughs> Wait, we did? Yes. I sent out a letter. I just didn't tell you. Okay, so... It's okay. just you and me now. Oh my. Ooh. Hey, 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 you guys can't listen to this part. Excuse us. <laughs> well, wait, here's this is. Let's actually record the podcast first, and then we'll do that. You're so fun. I'm lots of fun, if you know what I mean. Hey, everyone. I haven't found out yet. Yet. <laughs> anyway, hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the Gotham Press Podcast. This is Captain Awesome and... Fiend! And everybody else is apparently busy tonight. Fuck them. Well, you know. I didn't mean in that sense. Hey, I'm just saying. You know the context of this podcast. Well, I mean, we could, like, run a train on everybody, but. How could we run a train on everybody? It's just two of us. <laughs> I'll stand in line. You go first, I go second. You go first, I go second. You go first, I go second. <laughs> we just keep going. Like bunnies. Wow. So, we're the Energizer Bunny now? I am so hyper, I could do it. I believe that. Also, listeners, Fiend has had sugar. Don't do this. Why? Because of that. I'm like vibrating right now. I'm so hyper. That's kind of creepy, actually. You want to come sit in my lap? I'm scared. Anyway, (laughs) episode 20. Hey, we've reached not just double digits. We've reached double digits twice. How are we going to celebrate? Um, I have no idea yet. Yeah. Chicken. Oh, wait. I, well, that too. I have the perfect idea. We should throw a party. We are throwing a party tomorrow. And what are we throwing a party for, Fiend? For my birthday. Yes, Fiend's birthday passed, a, uh, what, a week ago? Two weeks Last ago? Last month. I'm trying to think. Three 20th. weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Yeah, but four weeks ago. Wow, yeah, it was actually, actually been a month almost. But the important thing is, she's having her party, and she's going to be doing all kinds of amazing things. <laughs> and that laugh should scare you all. <laughs> so, you want to know what fiends do on their birthday parties? What do fiends do on their birthday parties? All kinds of painful stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Do you want to regale our listeners with a couple of things? Well, I am going to have needles done. By two people. I'm getting tag teamed. Whoop whoop. <laughs> and I think somebody might beat me if I can talk him into it. Amen. Wink wink. <laughs> we shall see. And people have talked me into fire cupping them. Ah. 
But we're going to do Messy Twister. Oh, my God. It's going to be so exciting. That sugar really did a number on you, didn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, tomorrow we're going to party hardy. So that's going to be great. But let's get into the podcast. Okay? If you insist. I do insist. I know I'm the horrible person here. You mean I can't go downstairs and run around in circles? You could, but uh, that's not going to do much for our listenership. Are you sure? Pretty sure. You could take pictures. Huh. That, I'll do it naked. That's very tempting right there. <laughs> I'll take a video. Oh, shit. So, listeners, if you wanted a video of a naked fiend running around, <laughs> screaming and being childish, let, let us know. Send us an email to gothampresspodcast at gmail.com and say, hey, I want a video of Fiend running around screaming downstairs. <laughs> and make it happen, you know? First things first. Usually I wait and then forget to get into this. <laughs> uh, we're going to go over the polls that were posted because I forgot to do it on the last episode. <gasps> I know. I was For going, shame. For shame indeed. None you of need you... spanked. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Also, also, none of you reminded me, so I don't take the full blame for it. Just mostly. Sorry, I'll take the blame. Can I get the spankings? You may. Yes. <laughs> All right. So first things first. Let's go over the one for this week. Uh, the poll for this week that I put up there was, "Who's your favorite science fiction captain?" So you know, you have your Star Trek captains. You know, you have your Star Wars captains. You have your captains on Firefly. You know, all these different captains. John Luke Picard, all the way, motherfucker. And John Luke is the winner, actually. Yes! He was actually six ahead of uh, the second, which was, can you guess who? Malcolm Reynolds. Yes, it was. You looked, didn't you? No, I didn't. Ah. But I, I expected him to be the winner, actually. I was kind of surprised that Kirk did not really poll all that well. He had two votes. Oh, poor Kirk. Poor Kirk. Uh, I guess he uh, rubbed a lot of women the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he rubbed them the right way. They kept coming back. This is true. This is true. Ah, uh, Kirk. Are we having a moment of silence for Kirk? Yes, we are. Uh. If I knew how to play taps, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would quite work out. This is something I want to. I want to speak on. This is still upsetting me. Freaking FedLife. So, for some reason, on my computer, when I go to log into FedLife, it makes me re-log in. Like, almost every time. It was doing that on my phone for a while, and then it stopped doing it on my phone. But my thing is, it shouldn't have to do that if I put, remember me, that's what it's supposed to do, right? Yeah, like I said, it was doing that on my phone for a while, like the last couple of weeks, and then it just stopped doing it. So maybe they're working a bug out. Oh, we can hope. We can hope. We can hope. Did you know that they stopped accepting members? Yeah, I know. I'm hope. I'm thinking that's temporary, though. I'm wondering if it is. That's a weird one. So real quick, the reason I'm going to fit is uh, the poll question had a fit component as well. So apparently, some people liked uh, Captain Jack Harkness. Do you know who that is? I do not. He is from uh, Doctor Who. And okay. The thing is, he would be a perfect. Uh, person to talk about on this podcast because he is truly pansexual. Nice. He is from the future and pretty much if he has an interest in it, he's fucking it. Male, female, other. He goes on on this at length on the show. <laughs> nice. I'm actually really upset that they did not really explore the pansexual thing with Deadpool. Well, he's got another movie coming out so they may still. I hope they do. Because they swore up and down he was going to be pansexual, but they really didn't touch on it in the movie. They didn't, but again, they have no hold on the movie. I'm pretty sure if they want to, they can go into wherever they want to at this point. They probably have to keep it kind of safe just because, hey, it's his first movie. We need to make sure that everybody enjoys it. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure everybody was like, yay for Deadpool. So so the the previous poll that I forgot to talk about was basically about there being lots of fictional characters and if you really wanted to what fictional character would you do a scene with? Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy? Why Poison Ivy? Because damn. 
<laughs> what kind of scene would you do with her, though? I'd let her kiss me, make me die, bring me back to life, make me die again, bring me back to life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and on and on and on and on. And on and on and on and on. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so one listener uh, posted up that she would really go for Wolverine because those claws. Oh, hell yeah. That knife play is a thing. Also, as we were just talking about, Deadpool, because reasons. Yes. <laughs> ah, yeah, it's just... And there Wow. There was a shit ton of responses to this one. Actually, uh, one I even put in there. I wouldn't mind some pet play with Black Cat from Spider-Man. You have fun with that. I would. Also, sex outside with Storm. Just to see what, what sort of... Uh, Weather anonymous anomalies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> See, you can't do words today. Ah, uh, you can't do words. It's okay. Weather anomalies. Yes, while we were doing so. Thank you. Somebody said it right. <laughs> uh, and then you know you could do all kinds of different kinky play with Mystique, because she could just change into what? whoever. Yeah, whoever. So it's like, you know, I think today I want mm-hmm. <laughs> insert person. Insert person that you want her to change into. Or maybe she wants to change into somebody like, you know, I'd like to use you as this guy. Or girl, you know? You and Pinhead. (laughs) Are you okay? Do you need a moment? Maybe with myself. Uh, And then I think the last one I put was doing some heavy impact with uh, Harley Quinn. See, I don't know what the obsession with Harley Quinn is. Everybody is obsessed with Harley Quinn right now. Yes. That's all, just yes. I like Joker. The thing with Joker is, I understand the, the sadistic thing, but you probably aren't going to live through it. I'm cool with that. No, that's not good. You know, there, there's this meme going around because of the Suicide Squad, and it has the new Joker, and it says, I'm not going to kill you, I'm just going to hurt you really, really bad. Yeah. And so I put that on my Fet Life, and people were like, yup, that's you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, one of the listeners, uh, which is kind of felt like famous, Busty McGee, mm-hmm. actually answered the poll. Uh, she said she wants to do an impact scene with Sherlock, like Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine he just goes into that mindset of, okay, I see this, 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 this. All right, we can do the most amount of impact here. And, like, just tap her. With just very softly, but her entire body just trembles. <laughs> ah, yes. Great times. Great times indeed. All right, so let's go ahead and let's get on with the show. The showstopper is what you should say. The showstopper? <laughs> you mean the the obsession of the world right now? Yes. Which is Pokemon Go. Oh, my God. I'm playing. Fiend's playing. Greedy's playing. I swore I wasn't going to play. I was like, no, no, no. I'm not going to play this. I'm not going to play this. Oh, my God. I'm playing this. Oh, oh. I caught a Nindarin. Ah! <laughs> and she was actually excited like that. <laughs> the moment she sees a Pokemon that she doesn't recognize, she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What is that? We have to get it. <laughs> I haven't done anything with Pokemon since I was a kid. So, for me, it was kind of like, you know, I don't know if this is going to be for me. I don't, I, I just don't know. And then I kept seeing everybody's posts about it, and I was like, dude, I haven't seen one of those in years. I want to play this game. Okay. And it drew, it drew you in. It did. It sucked me in. I do want to say one thing, though. What's that? All the bullshit that is going on because people are playing Pokemon Go. All the people who are upset that adults are playing. I have a a message for them. Go fuck yourself. Wow. We're all adults. We can make our own choices. And if we choose to go chase imaginary things and get exercise while we're doing it. True. Let us do it. That's thing I've seen a lot of people say is people that usually play Pokemon aren't really all that active. So this is their exercise. This is, this is, and this is what I've been saying a lot to a lot of people. Nintendo has finally done it. They've made a game that incorporates fun with exercise. Mm-hmm. So they've won. <laughs> they did. So all those naysayers out there, they need to go fuck themselves because mm. a people are getting exercise. B 
people are meeting new people and making new friends over a common interest. Yeah. Which, here's the thing. Some of the people I've seen walking around playing Pokemon Go are people that I would never expect to be Pokemon fans at all. Right? And it's just like, wow. Not even anybody that I personally know, just the type of people that I see. Like today, uh, when uh, you, I, and our friend were out uh, walking around playing, I saw an older lady just walking around the park with her phone like, oh, wow, I would never thought somebody in her age range would even be interested in this. It's funny when you see kids, like young kids, without a phone, not playing, and their parents just like ignoring them as they play their Pokemon Go. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Right. I mean, I think they did a wonderful job with this. Yes, it has some bugs. It's got to work out. Oh, yeah, but th- that's the thing. It's a work in progress still, which mm-hmm. I'm okay with. As long as they're coming out this strong straight out of the gate, I can only imagine what they do once they get every, uh, you know, running on all cylinders. Yeah. And I can't wait until we can start trading them. I'll trade. Oh, I want to act, do actual battling with people. Right? That, that would, too. That would be great. Trade and battle. They need to add those features. Yes. I oh. mean, the gyms are okay, but I'd much rather battle my friends be like, oh, yeah? Yeah? Guess what I got? So, listeners, just uh, kind of an off-topic off thing. Fiend decided today that she was going to take over a gym, which she did. She took over a gym. Her and her friend took over a gym. Oh, I'm sorry. Teams. I am Team Valor. I am Team Mystic. Her friend is Team Mystic as well. They decided to take over a gym. I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know what? My Pokemon can take both of theirs, which I did. I did well. And then before I could put my Pokemon in to guard the, the gym... They put another one in to make me fight again. Yep. And kept doing this. And I finally, like, you know what? I'll relent for now. For now. But it hurt my soul a little bit. And we were actually sitting in front of the people who had originally owned the gym. And they were like, oh my god, did you just, did you, are you, are you battling us? <laughs> They're like, yep. What team are you? Mystic. And he's like, shit. <laughs> oh, well, they were instinct, weren't they? I believe so. Yeah, so, and you know, instincts. We're not really worried about them. We love you listeners, but instinct, no. Don't do not do that. Go Valor. Uh, go Mystic. Anyway. Oh, so something about this, though. Nintendo, because of Pokemon Go, their stock jumped. Like 20% jumped. Holy crap. They got about $7.5 billion in revenue. Uh, within the first two days of Pokemon Go. I can only imagine where it's at now. Right. But still, that's a, that's a major kick in the... Hey, we did it. You know we what? gave you what you wanted. I forgive you, Nintendo. I forgive you. <laughs> you forgive them for what? For their only game that they're coming out this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, Zelda? Well, no. That's not necessarily the only game that's coming out this year. That's just the only one that was at E3. Well, I forgive him for this. Yeah. For, for giving us Pokemon. Yeah. Well, yeah, because uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon are coming out later this year, too. Is it? They are. And I am going to get one. So, I have a question for you. Yes. What is your best Pokemon right now? Right now, my best is my Vaporeon. And what level is that? Uh, the combat power on that is 1,004. 49, I believe. My best one right now is an Arcanine, and it's at 983. It's okay. That's all One day you'll get better. I know I'm going to get better. <laughs> I've only been playing this for a couple of days, so eat me. Okay, so let's move on. <laughs> so, we saw a movie. We did! And that movie thoroughly impressed, at least me. Uh, it impressed me, too. I was a naysayer when the trailer first came out. I was like, absolutely fucking not. No way. Not going to watch it because they're trying to ruin my childhood. I was upset with the trailer. Not necessarily because it was a bad trailer. Just it was it was horrible in the way that they did it. And the movie that we're talking about is Ghostbusters. The original trailer they came out with, it was making references to the original two movies and talking about... Oh, hey, you know, years ago this happened with these, you know, characters, these scientists. And then they're like, but now this is has nothing to do with them. Amazingly, 
this movie is able to stand on on its own two feet from from what I can say. And the cameos. Yes, the cameos in there were pretty spot on. I enjoyed it. Basically, had everybody except for uh, Rick Moranis, who has you know stepped stepped away from acting. And oh well, obviously Harold Ramis, but he he died. Okay, that's why I meant of the ones that were alive. Yeah. But yeah, no, that was a really good movie. I really, really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. The humor was just amazing. It, I will say, to me, there were a couple of jokes that fell kind of flat, but they were the ones that I had already seen in the trailer. See, uh, I had watched the original tra- trailer. I didn't watch any of the other trailers. Okay, see, I had seen some of the other trailers, and like I said, since I knew they were coming, I'm like, okay, this joke's coming up. But I still enjoyed it. You definitely have to watch the credits. Yes. Not just for the after the the cutscene. Yeah. But before the cutscene, it you have to see what Chris Hemsworth do, does during oh, the credits. Yes, it's it's hilarious. It is hilarious. I th- I died. <laughs> and then yes, as she said, there is definitely an after credit scene. So make sure you stay through that. <laughs> I missed the credit or the after credit scene. It's okay. I, I want to say something, but I can't say something without, you know, throwing, you know, giving it away. Anyway, so let's move on. So, next movie in here. The Queen of Catway. It looks amazing. It really does. It looks very interesting from what I could see. Uh, it is about an actual person. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name is Fiona. And she is a chess player. And she becomes the best chess player in her, was it her region? Uganda. They said she could become the best in the country. Okay. The thing is, when I was watching that, it put me in the mindset of, um, have you ever seen Searching for Bobby Fisher? I have not. That is a movie, it's based in Philly, I want to say, that goes over Bobby Fisher's history, which he is known as one of the greatest chess players in history, so that's really what put me in the mindset of, and I enjoyed the Bobby Fisher movie. I really did. So I'm probably going to see this just because I enjoy chess. I suck at it. I'm a horrible chess player. Yeah, but I'm I not enjoy a good it. chess player. I'm I'm amazing at checkers, <laughs> <laughs> but there's not as much strategy involved in checkers. Well, my thing is when uh, when it comes to chess, I will lose, but I enjoy seeing how I lose. It's like, oh, okay, I would never have thought that. That's good to know. Next time. And then, you know, glutton for punishment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and next on the rundown, Apple is like is trying to sue a guy who uploaded a video on how... I'm sorry. Who may be suing a person who uploaded a video on how to repair your MacBook. Not just a several. Yeah, well, who uploaded videos showing you how to repair your MacBook on mm-hmm. YouTube. And he has other repair um, videos, videos like for iPhone and shit like that. Right, but basically app, your Apple products, so you don't mm-hmm. have to go and depend on the Apple geniuses. I think I just opened my mouth a little bit. Sorry, I said Apple genius. Oh, sorry again. <laughs> not saying that they, not saying that they don't have some geniuses. It's just that, um, in my experience, I don't have an iPhone. I don't have a Mac, but. I, I know computers. <laughs> I know this about apples, and I just uh, found this out. Um, generation five and back, yeah, are hackable, but not easily so. Right. Generation six is not. Yet. Yet, but the encryption is insane on it. Oh, which is something that is is not unexpected, because as technology moves forward people want to protect their shit you but, can't say the same about androids I'm oh no sorry. no 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 androids no I, practically have a door stop like <laughs> holding the door open for you yeah because android wants people to come in and use their stuff and say hey break this so we can make it better for the most part but yeah it's kind of the same Apple, as far as their concerned, is like, hey, these are for people that don't know, really know computers. Leave them alone. Stop trying to mess with them. <laughs> I know computers, and I'm an Apple user. That's it, so. <clears throat> That's what I think. I'm sure it is. So, next in the tech realm, uh, we have Google's Project Aura. Now, this is something that I spoke about before on a previous podcast that I used to be on. This is 
Google's, what, what'd you say, Fane? <laughs> it's like a handheld computer, pretty much. It is a customizable mobile phone. Customizable mobile phone. Now, what Google says is it's a modular phone, which modular phones would be, is pretty much anything on the phone is hot swappable. All you have to do is pull out a component, replace it with a new one, and you're good to go. Now, while that sounds great in theory, a couple of things. One is, is it going to be stable? And when I say stable, I don't mean like the architecture and things like that. I mean, if you're if you have your phone in your pocket, are they going to slide out? Are you going to have pieces just randomly popping out of the phone like that? I wouldn't imagine Google would have something like that, but it's still a, que- a question of things that could happen. My know? question is, how expensive are they? As far as I know, they aren't terribly expensive. The base model, I believe, is just going to be... Uh, 50 for the base phone and then you have to pay for each component separately so that depends on hey how in-depth do i want to make my phone do i want to just make it a base phone do i want to have other functionality with it that i wouldn't be able to get on let's say an app or an android are you shushing me i am indeed don't make me come over there what you gonna do hit me with that book that you have yep and what book is that it's called the elements it is a history and it's illustrated of the periodic table. A history of the periodic table. Yes. Now, d- please don't take this the wrong way. How nerdy do you have to be to be to enjoy that book? Bite me. No, no, no. I'm asking seriously. Like, would this be something that hey, you would have just for a general coffee table book, or is this something that you would really have to be in depth, like in that, to know? It's very engaging. Okay. I believe. But I like nerdy shit, so... Well, so do I. I'm just saying, would this be for your average Joe Smo who's walking down the street saying, oh, hey, this is pretty good, or... Let me ask you this. Do you have to be smart to read this? To understand it. To understand it, no. Okay, there you go. So, that works. No, it is is definitely very self-explanatory. You don't have to go, what the fuck does this mean? Or what does this mean? Or what does that mean? Oh, okay. It's a good read. So far, I haven't finished it. What's with you not finishing things? Busy. I know, I know. Busy, busy, busy. I know you have you have a party that you're setting up for tomorrow. So, listeners, just because you can't see this, Fiend is almost vibrating in her chair right now because of the sugar rush she's on. And a piper. I mean, besides the sugar, I'm I'm just hyper in general. So she's got a party, which is making her hyper. She's got a sugar rush making her hyper. She found some new Pokemon today, or which is making her hyper. So I'm scared for my life at this point. Listeners, if it's if this is the last time you hear my voice, just know that I lived well. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's do this. Let's go ahead and let's move on over to the kinkier side of things. I don't want to. Well, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, in our kink news, have you used Airbnb before? We have. I'm saying, other than WonderCon, no. uh, had you? No. no. All right, so I've used it before a couple years back when I went to New York Comic Con. I'm going to be doing that again uh, later this year as well. So Airbnb is pretty good on, hey, you reserve whatever room, house, apartment you're staying in, exchange funds, and everything's good. Now, recently, and this is something that a friend of mine has been telling me about as well, people that get that use their homes for Airbnb have been very selective of who they allow in. Uh, he was saying it more so as people are being racist with Airbnb. Like, if they see that somebody is a black person trying to get in or a Mexican person or a Muslim person, they immediately say, oh, no, we can't let you use this, and then make up whatever excuse they need. Mm-hmm. Because who's going to who's gonna backtrack and, ke- and check that? This, though, is a dominatrix. Uh, accuses Airbnb of banning her. And she's not the only one. Uh, in the article... They talk about other people who have been banned. Uh, they also talk about how since Airbnb came to be, the sex industry has gotten a boost in clientele and everything. Yeah, because, because they can rent the room for whatever. And it's not just a hotel room. It's more of a kind of a cozier setting mm-hmm. sort of thing. I know um, that I looked on FetLife before and I've seen the ad uh, for a kink B&B, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. So, I can understand that being a bigger thing for somebody like that, but it's not a big thing yet. And so, Airbnb being as large as it is, I would think that they would be more open to something like that. But, they do have 
the right to say no and not give an explanation via their terms. This is true, but that's still a very <clears throat> shitty way of doing things. Yes, it is. I mean, in the article, she talked about how they just deleted her account and banned her and didn't tell her why. Right. They yeah. didn't. They, like, she couldn't, she couldn't do anything. And then another person talked about how she got an email saying that they believe her renting the room or whatever was not in their best interest. That's just really shitty. Yeah. Which I, I understand. I, I believe it's like, okay, hey, I don't want that sort of stuff going on in my home. But that should be up to the individual that is giving up their home for whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be Airbnb saying, hey, no, we're just going to completely kick you out because obviously nobody would ever be down with that. That's just shitty in my in my mind. Though, that's not going to stop me from using Airbnb, sadly. Because... I know people that use Airbnb. I've used Airbnb a couple of times. It works pretty well for what I needed. The only thing is, is you basically can't have a morally objective and popular, you know, beliefs mm-hmm. kind of lifestyle. Well, you can. You just can't. You just have to make sure that they don't know about it. Well, I mean, like, publicly. Right, right. Yeah. You can do all the nasty, kinky, freaky shit you want to do in there. We just better not find out about it. Mm-hmm. So horrible. Mm. All right. Well, let's move on to our next story here. Thing, you have been in relationships before, yes? I have a lot in common with this particular story. Oh, please. Go for it. Okay, this story is about a woman who never experienced an orgasm, never really experienced awesome sex until after her 30s. And a divorce. Okay, I've had crazy sex most of my life. I'm just going to put that out there. Okay. (laughs) But I never experienced an orgasm, like, from myself or anybody else until I bought a Hitachi in my late 20s. Really? Wow. I never experienced an orgasm from sex until this year. Also, congratulations. Hey, thank you. There used to be more hand claps, but as I said, we're here all wire long. Here, I'll clap for myself. (laughs) Well, actually, I should clap for the person who made that possible. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) But uh, this article, or this blog, I should say, is really interesting. I mean, she talks about how, you know, how school doesn't really give you an idea of what sex is about. Basically, shames it. Yeah, they basically say... Oh, you can have sex, but only in these specific confines and this specific way. But, I mean, a lot of places, especially the Bible Belt, they don't do that. They pretty much tell you to abstain or you're going to get pregnant or a disease. Yes, which is obviously true because everybody in the entire world that has sex outside of marriage is pregnant or has a disease. Or both. In places like Mississippi and Georgia, the teen pregnancy rate is an astronomical. Well, that's also because of what they say. Why, when they say that, they well, don't know. They, they don't, don't educate have, them. They don't. Yeah, exactly. They don't educate them. They don't even teach you how to put a condom on. Poor kids. Poor kids. Like, I can say this for a, sec- a fact. They don't teach you anything. I believe it. I mean, I've seen movies where they're, like, showing them how to put a condom on a banana. Shit, I didn't even get that. Well, technically, I didn't either. I just kind of had to figure things out. <laughs> it's a good thing that they include instructions in the box of condoms because we'd have a bunch of fucking babies running around. Well, technically, we do have a bunch of babies with even Well, with we'd have a bunch more. So, anything else with that particular article? I agree with her on a lot of things. Don't be afraid to explore your sexuality. That is 100% true. Don't be afraid to explore your sexuality with yourself. Also, 100% true. Find what you like. And if you think, even have a glimmer that maybe you're into it, try it out. See if you do like it. If you don't, guess what? You tried it out, figured out that you didn't like it, oh well. We're not even just talking about BDSM. We're talking about everything. Sexuality is a wonderful thing. People don't believe that it's a a big part of our lives, but it is. Oh, it's a humongous part of our lives. I believe that in a relationship, if you do not have a healthy sex life, you don't have a healthy relationship. Mm, that depends on the type of relationship that you're in, though. Well, I mean, if if there is sex involved in your relationship, but it's not a healthy sex life, 
Okay. That you're too afraid to ask your partner for things. You're too afraid to find your own pleasure in sex. You're too afraid mm-hmm. for all of that. That's not healthy. So actually, that reminds me of something. A week ago or two weeks ago, maybe, I had a couple of people over to the house. And they were talking about how they got together. And they were saying, they, they're part of the uh, King community here. And they were saying that uh, they had been together for a few months or a few years. I forget what they said. But it just so happened that either he walked in on her or she walked in on him watching some porn. And it was kinky porn. And they were like, oh, so you're into that kind of thing? And that started the dialogue because the other part was into it too. That's awesome. So they like, oh, well, if we're both into this, we should probably talk about this and get it all out there. You know, I had no idea what kink was. Like, no idea that it was a thing. Not really. I mean, um, but I was always like having crazy violent sex and I thought it was normal. And everybody's like, wait, what? (laughs) You do what during sex? And I'm like, um, violent stuff? Let's see, so biting, beating. I actually had sex so rough that my arm popped out of socket. That is an amazing time, I'm guessing. <laughs> that was the best, probably one of the best sex of my life. And I never got an orgasm out of it or anything, but god damn, the pain was beautiful. I was like, as I've been told by women in the past, it's not always about the orgasm. The orgasm is great. Oh, yeah, the I'm, orgasm I'm, is fantastic. I'm not saying the orgasm isn't, isn't great. I'm just saying the orgasm is great, but it's not necessarily the end-all, be-all of things. When you've gone through most of your life without orgasms, you come to appreciate The sex. intimacy. Well, no. Not even no, intimacy? I mean, the intimacy thing, I've never really done until recently either. Like, sex for me has always been um, an expression of everything I feel and everything that's part of my life, this is my outlet. Oh, okay. This is how I express myself. This is how I enjoy myself. This is a huge part of who I am. And it wasn't about intimacy, and it wasn't about orgasms. It was about being as open as possible without any barriers between myself and other people. Okay, I got that. And a lot of people believe that you have to have intimacy for that to happen. That's not true. Hmm. At least not for me. And if it's true for one person, it's usually true for more than one person. But, I mean, this is a huge part of our lives. And if you can't find what you enjoy, whether, I mean, it doesn't have to be about orgasms. Right. It has to be, like, actually enjoying the act of sex. Yes. I have been educated. (laughs) I can't figure. Listeners, this is why I say the fiend is one of the smartest ones on the podcast. That's not true. You don't let them lie to you. But I do say that. That's true. <laughs> it's recorded that I say that. <laughs> I, I've actually been told on more than one occasion that I should be a sex therapist. Can you imagine me being a sex therapist? Have you tried beating each other? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I suggest you just add teeth to the mix. Get a little blood play in there. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. That's my desire. Sorry. <laughs> sounding. <laughs> Anybody who knows what sounding is, they'll pick up on that. <laughs> Anybody who does know, look it up at your peril. <laughs> For me, it's peril. I don't know about others, but you know. Anyway. Uh, oh, so next story on here. After 70 years, 70 years, jeez. We have had the same fucking design for 70 years. Condoms are getting an upgrade, folks. Condoms, as I'll say, most people should use. Most. I'm saying play it fucking safe. Yes, play it safe. Play it as safe as you can. Whether you get your partners tested and use condoms or you just use condoms. Play it safe. Yes. But what's going on is condoms. I'm going to say this. Most of our listeners should know what a condom looks like. Most of our pe- most of our listeners should know how to use a condom. I not hope say- so. Not saying that they do or do not. Just should. Now, what's going on with the new design of condoms? Well, the new design that they're trying to get going for condoms. Basically, they're doing it. They're making hex, hex shapes on the condoms to make them a bit stronger. A bit more durable. Yeah, they were showing in the video where they had condoms blown up. They had a traditional condom, and they had one of these hex condoms blown up, and they were poking holes in it 
with a pin, and the original design deflated immediately. But the hex one, it took, took quite a few pokes before anything happened. Yeah. Also, the spokesperson that they got for this should speak for himself. Charlie uh, fucking Sheen. Tiger Blood himself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is the spokesperson for this. Which, if it's for a new condom, I actually would say I would listen to what he has to say. Because that man has fucked pretty much anything under the sun. He hasn't fucked me. As I said, pretty much anything. Well, I'm just putting it out there. I never had sex with Charlie Sheen. Well, then some women that have probably wouldn't admit to it either. Oh, oh no, not me. <laughs> That's going to be the future. You know, I've come to the realization that all of these discussions all fit together. Sex, condoms, and then our kink of the week. Our kink of the week, which I believe you came up with. I did. What What is this week's kink? Anal plugs. Anal plugs. So, this is something that I wish we had Greedy here for. <laughs> Why? Because I believe Greedy does that. It's possible. I don't know for sure. I don't... I'm not 100%. I'm, we're going to say I'm in the high 80% sure. <laughs> we'll have him listen to the podcast <laughs> and come back and be like, of course I did. <laughs> so, there are many types of plugs. Yes. Not all plugs are created equally. N- not at all. Now, notably, listeners, Awesome here has never used an anal plug himself. I have used many. Um, I've bought anal plugs for partners before and had them use them, but I've never personally used one. So, let's just roll right into this. No, I'm not having an anal plug used on me. Oh. I- you just kill my joy sometimes. Here's the thing. I've tried the butt stuff on me, and... Doesn't do much for me. Maybe they just didn't hit your prostate. Uh, yeah, maybe. Butt stuff has just never really. Butt stuff on me has never really been. Uh, oh my god, I have to try this sort of thing. Well, you do know that I have a strap on, right? I'm well aware of this. I've been threatened with it, so. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. Anal plugs. <coughs> Anal plugs. They are not all created equally. There are many types. There are many materials. They also have different functions. This is true. Um, I was going to say, what's the best material? The best material is actually glass. Really? For an anal plug? Yes. Okay. Metal is so, uh, like, it's uncomfortable because a lot of the metal plugs, they have a hard edge to them. Oh. Um the part that sits against your ass usually has a hard edge to it. And that can be painful. That can be very painful when you're sitting on your ass all day. Or even walking around. You have that hard edge just like scraping your butt cheeks. It's uncomfortable as fuck. Glass tends to, I mean, it warms up to your body temperature. It stays lubricated versus um, the softer materials which absorb the lubrication. Like silicone and things like, like silicone that. and there's other ones that I can't fucking remember what they're made out of but there's other materials sim- similar to silicone but they all like they dry out. Okay. They absorb the lube. Um, there's inflatable plugs. I've seen those. There are ones for anal training. There's ones for decoration. I've seen the anal training ones. I've seen the decoration ones. The ones uh, with decoration usually do not have um, a... Okay, there's the body of it, which goes in your ass. Yeah. There's the middle piece that keeps either keeps your asshole open or it's a small, skinny little spindle. So it allows it to tighten, to tighten back up. Yes. And mm-hmm. then there's the base. Mm-hmm. You always want a base that is flared wider than the actual plug. Okay. Always, always, always. All right. Because if it's not, then the plug may... You may have to go have your plug retrieved out of your ass at yeah, the emergency you room. don't want to have that happen. Yes. No, you don't. You do not. I have never actually had that happen to me, but I've always bought plugs with wide bases. Smart. Smart woman. The decorative plugs usually have a um, skinny spindle mm-hmm. uh, and have a jeweled end or something along those lines. A jeweled um, back piece, right. if you want to call it. Um, 
because it's decorative. Right. And those can come in metal, silicone, glass. Whatever. whatever. Many, many different materials. <clears throat> yeah. I was going to say, um, now what I've thought about, and again, I need to get a partner to try this with, uh, getting an anal plug, one of the vibrating ones. I've heard those are amazing. I have yet to try one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've heard they're amazing. Yeah. Because what I'd like to do, and this is just me, as far as training's concerned, I'd love to have one where I could control it remotely. Mm-hmm. Just because I may <clears throat> think, you know, I feel like being a bit of a dick right now. Tapping my phone and then have her call. What's it? What are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, they have those. Oh, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I would love to find someone to try all that with. Here's a couple of big pointer, pointers. Okay, if you have silicone, mm-hmm. you never store silicone next to silicone. It will melt. Really? You never use silicone lube with the silicone toy. It will melt. It will cause a chemical reaction. It de- degrades it, yeah. Anal toys should only be used on the what? ass. Right, yes. You do not interchange toys. No. Because unless it is glass or metal, it is porous. Yes, and that's very dangerous. It's not dangerous, it's unsanitary. And unsanitary is dangerous. <laughs> well, yes, you can get infections. Exactly, that. that's what I'm saying. Always make sure you find a silicone safe lube if you're using silicone. Mm-hmm. Whatever materials you're working with, make sure that you get a lube that's appropriate for those materials. Yes. Also, if you're going to buy a toy, uh, online is a great thing sometimes, a lot of times actually, but if you have an adult store somewhere in your area, wherever you're listening from, go there and ask them about it. They'll be able to tell you, say, hey, this particular type is better than this one, or hey, maybe you want to try this, or they may even ask you a few questions like, Hey, what are you trying to get out of this? What are you into? How long are you trying to wear this? Are you tr- are you <clears throat> training? Are you just trying it out? And then they can kind of lead you in the direction that you want to go with that. Look into this before you try it, 100%. Absolutely. Definitely do your research. Anal training takes time. So if you're... And by the way, enemas are a thing. You clean that shit out, literally. <laughs> literally. Enemas are a thing. Don't ever do a saline enema. Ever. Not unless you want to spend the entire day on the toilet. Eh, that just sounds horrible. It is. It is. I had somebody do his first enema with saline. And we were supposed to do pegging that night. And I was like, that's Literally. not happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's so not happening tonight. I'm that, so sorry. That's nasty. Oh, he was like, oh my god, I'm cramping so bad. You <laughs> Cramping. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, you... No, no, I'm saying you to the cramping because that just sounds like, that just sounds horrible. Yeah. You're cramping and shitting. That's bad. For hours. Oh, all Yeah, bad. always do water. Water enemas. Water enemas. Any more on the uh, subject of plugging? <laughs> Be safe. Don't try to force it. Dear God, no. If it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. Get a different size. Yes. Like I said, anal training is a thing. Work your way up to the bigger sizes. Don't assume that your ass can handle it just because you think it can. Also, just because, uh, and this goes for ladies and men, just because you can handle your partner doing whatever, you know, whatever their size may be, that doesn't mean the same thing for a plug. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they may be in there for a few minutes, you know, maybe longer than a few minutes. But that plug may be in there for a couple hours, you know. Make sure it's comfortable. Exactly. You know, buy a few and find the most comfortable one for you. Because if you're doing, like, 24-7 wearing a plug, it's got to be fucking comfortable or you're not going to want to do it. That's true. I think that wraps everything up. Well, I have one last thing to say. Oh, yeah? What's that? I am going to fucking Comic-Con! Oh, yeah, that's right! For yeah. your birthday! On my birthday, I will be at San Diego Comic-Con this year. Uh, so that's going to be the th- this coming Thursday on the 21st. I'll be in Comic-Con. <coughs> uh, this is like a dream. I've been wanting to go to Comic-Con for so many years. 
And all of you guys need to send him an email or send him a message on Fat Life or Facebook and harass the shit out of him for his birthday. <laughs> you know, I will take that. I will 100% take that. And send him boobs. Yes. Yes. I will take that. From the ladies. Oh, come I knew on. You, I knew what you were going for. <laughs> from the ladies. No, 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 no. Harry boobs. All oh, the God, no. All the way. Here's the problem. There's no way I'm going to be able to stop that. So you've now opened Pandora's box. I did. You are horrible for that. You're welcome. Happy birthday. Uh, I can only... Oh, God. Oh, God. I can only imagine Greedy doing something like that. <laughs> oh, God. Did you just get a mental image? Uh, uh, sadly, yes. The Saggy, no. hairy man boobs. Well, the problem is that I'm going to have to be on my phone during Comic-Con to try to take pictures and all this. And I'm just going to be getting messages of hairy boobs. <clears throat> Do it. Harass the shit out of him. Uh, uh. Do it so, for me. Here's, here's, here's what we're going to do. If you really want to send those pictures of hairy boobs or just regular boobs, you can do that to our Twitter account. Which is Gotham Press no, 5. No, 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 We are not blowing up zealous portion of the well, Gotham Press. Well, here's the thing. Because you can't do that on Facebook. No, you can't through Messenger. Shush. Shush. <laughs> Shush, Send them all to the email. Oh, yeah, that too. Gotham Press Podcast at gmail.com. Send them uh, to the Instagram. Hi! Yes, the Instagram. Oh, better yet, FetLife. What? How are they going to send it to us on FetLife? They can add it to their profile and just send us a link. Well, there's that, but that's a lot of fucking work. It is. Send it, send it to us. Better Austin. yet, better yet, they can tag Gotham Press Podcast in the, uh, well, I'm sorry, the Gotham Press in the comments for the picture. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get it that way. Whatever you do, just flood him. Uh, yes. Flood me with lady boobs. Man boobs. It's my birthday. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd get you an awesome present, and man boobs it is. Uh, anyway. Alright, so I think that we have reached the end of this episode. Aww. You seem so sad, but don't worry. Don't worry, listeners. We'll be back in, what, episode 21? Mm-hmm. And, uh, we'll hopefully have everybody here. Hopefully. Hopefully. Unless Fiend decides to kill them beforehand, in which case, you know, no things promises. happen. <laughs> anyway, once again, thank you for coming out to listen to the Gotham Press Podcast. Uh, as always, don't break your toys. Go out there and enjoy yourselves. And we are out.